And welcome back to the Lights Out podcast. Uh, today we've got a Monza race recap of the Italian Grand Prix. Uh, you know, this, this was a pretty good one, uh, honestly. Uh, or at least I, I thought it was a decent race. Um, you know, you know uh, Carlos Sainz, you know, you uh, put, put up a pretty good defense. Uh, against Max Verstappen, uh, a lot longer than I thought he was going to last. But yeah, I mean that's probably the best fight we've seen any driver put up against them all year. Yeah, no, it Other definitely was. Uh, it was it was fun to watch. It was a good race, and it was a bit chaotic at the start too. But uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot to had to abort the start because you could yeah on the formation. the Yuki Sonoda yeah. thing. Yeah, I think was was it. An, Engine malfunction, something like that. I yeah, because I think because I'm pretty sure the car was smoking. Uh, so that's usually usually a engine engine failure. Um, but yeah, and also you know, uh, Liam Lawson had a re- another really good performance uh, to add. Um, yeah, yeah, he's been, yeah, he's been solid in that car. Else. Yeah, pays I mean, for himself for a full time ride maybe next year. Yeah, he's not really doing anything wrong. He's just being a consistent driver, which is all you can really ask of someone. Yeah, so. he was he was finished right behind Yuki in qualifying, so uh, you know he's not not that bad off pace. Um, you know, uh, I was always really interesting to see like Alpines were that a great uh, weekend in Zandvoort uh, with Gasly getting a podium and then. Uh, both drivers are knocked out in Q1. I mean, granted, like Monza and Zandvoort couldn't be like two more different tracks, mm-hmm. uh, but still, uh, it's just just Alpine's uh, inconsistency kind of is just crazy. Because uh, I know they had a lot of uh, trouble at the start of the season, and uh, it seemed like they were just finding a groove. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, and then I think you know, Logan Logan Sargent, uh it's kinda interesting. I, I expected him to do a little better better in uh Monza qualifying. You know, like last year Nick DeVries was able to sin for Albon last year, had a great qualifying and then end up scoring points on debut. Like that Williams has really good Top end speed, and we were able to see that um, from Albon. Mm-hmm. Uh, another really good qual- qualifying for him. Um, you know, I'm. You know, I think it's a little up in the air uh, if if Logan's going to keep his seat or if you know they'll go go to someone else. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, know. I don't know what they're going to do Yeah, I don't know if. That gives an opening for like Mick Schumacher to go into Williams. I know he's the like Mercedes reserve. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that's another give him another developmental seat and see if he can do a little bit better than he did in his past days. Yeah. Right. I mean, is I mean they could also go in the direction of like a Felipe Drogovic. I don't know. Is he contracted to Aston Martin only, or could he go to Williams? I mean. I well, he's currently reserved for Aston, but I mean, with everything that happened with Piastri, I don't think like 
I don't think there's really any difficult or there's not it's not difficult to switch teams because I also know like Joe and you also was um like in the Alpine Academy as well and he went to Alfa Romeo mm-hmm. um so I and uh I really I really don't think it it matters anymore and like Lance Stroll was a Ferrari driver academy uh driver and he started at Williams so yeah, I guess it's it, like it's all really, the way that, it's all the way that the contract is structured. It's like whether yeah, yeah. there's like, probably oh sorry sorry you keep going Spencer. No, that that was all I was gonna say. It's just like it just depends on how the contract is structured. Like who gets like rights to which drivers or whoever. Yeah, it, it probably also there might be like a small penalty fee, um, or the that like they have to take by changing teams, especially like. Yeah, depending on how it's structured, like obviously, like you know, like McLaren's still paying Danny Rick, uh, as a you know, he was supposed to he was supposed to be driving with McLaren for this year, but mm-hmm. but then obviously they ended his cro- contract early. But I mean, obviously, like, yeah, uh, Piastri didn't sign anything with Alpine, so I don't think he had. It was more kind of just like, a, almost like common knowledge almost like that they just assumed that they supported uh Piastri through his like junior years that he would stick with with a team but you know obviously it seems like he's made the the better decision to move to McLaren yeah yeah that's yeah he's been having a really really solid season with them these past few races so hopefully he keeps improving yeah I mean he's probably been the best rookie we've seen since I would say Lando yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm not sure. I might have to check on this, but uh, I feel like if if Piastri can keep this keep this up, uh, I think Lewis Hamilton's rookie points uh record is is gonna be taken away. Uh, but granted, when Lewis set that record, that was also with a different like point standings where like a race win was only yeah. 10 points, uh, which is still really impressive that he still holds yeah. that record. Yeah. With all the points rules changes and everything. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, also like McLaren was the second fastest car on the grid. So it was also pretty easy or not easy. It was easier. Yeah. Um, and Lewis is also a generational prodigy. <laughs> Yeah, he, like you don't find a driver like him every day. You say there's not going to be many other drivers like him. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, Lewis was talking about how, um, how like Max has never really like had to race against, uh, like a top quality driver like in the same in the same car before, like, like Lewis Hamilton, like he had to battle Alonzo, uh, Button, Rosberg, like Valtteri, like all top tier teammates that were either world champions or could have been our world champion material. Um, and, and then you look at Verstappen and then it's just Checo with bad quality pace, uh, you know, Albon, Gasly, um, you know, Danny Rick was is probably the best driver he had to f- face against. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, speaking of like uh, Piastri and also Lewis, uh, I was kind of a really bad, a really interesting move, or really interesting how um, you know Lewis sent Piastri like how he sent him wide, uh, kind of how like Leclerc sent Lewis wide back in like 2019. Uh, that's not something you see from Lewis uh, very often, uh, unless. Unless it's with like Max, but uh, like a twenty twenty one. But usually, usually Lewis tends to be a pretty clean racer and uh, yeah. like and yeah. always gives space on the outside. I mean that is true, but he does have his moments where like if he breaks, then like he breaks bad, and he'll just like yeah, he can start going a bit crazy. But yeah, overall, he is like one of the cleaner racers on the grid. I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. It's also uh, good to see like Carlos Sainz. Um, he seems to be keeping his form, like get like that pole position, like almost. I feel like he came out of nowhere. Um, you know, Max has been pretty dominant in qualifying last last few races um i know it's yeah. not i know it's not Verstappen's like strong suit um per se but it, it was good to see like someone else that um you know like ferrari especially at home uh you know being able to fight with with red bull um and i think and you know i feel like ferrari it wasn't terrible, uh, or at least I should say in the beginning part, it wasn't terrible, like, their strategy-wise, but I felt like they really should have, and I don't know if they did or not, but I feel like Leclerc needed to put more pressure on Verstappen. I felt like Verstappen got out of Leclerc's, D- or Leclerc dropped out of Max's DRS, like, really quickly. Yeah, he did. I, like, that basically left Carlos, like, as a sitting duck, um, I mean, which would have happened probably anyway. Um, but I just figured, you know, this is like your, this was like your one chance to beat Max, and you know, and Carlos had a good start, and you know, Leclerc just, I don't know, uh, yeah, I don't the, know the Ferrari like... relationship like just didn't doesn't seem to be going well. You know, like twenty nineteen, you would have predicted that. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, he's going to be the next Michael Schumacher. He, he signed a longer deal with Ferrari than he ever did. Um, and it just really isn't paying off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not like to Charles's fault, though. It's like Ferrari most just of has, it has been down to the team and the car. That's yeah, it's, yeah. Their strategy is like probably the worst on the grid. Their mechanics rarely know what they're doing. The team is just like a mess. Yeah. I mean, he has had his moments, especially this year. He has put it in the wall a few times. I think that's just because of like shattered confidence because his team is so bad. Yeah. But also, like, I just want to say, like, Carlos Sainz, like, did an incredible job. Like, I know he got, he still got passed by, like, Max and Checo. But for most of the race, like, he did not have DRS at all. And he put up great fights against Max Checo and and Leclerc. 
and not and he didn't like weave on the straight. It wasn't dirty. It was like super clean. Uh, you know, he parts his put his car like in the right places at the right time. Um, and was able to. And I really thought Leclerc was gonna get past because it really seemed like he wasn't following team orders, even even though it was clear that Carlos really should have finished higher than Leclerc. Um, and it was just. It was crazy because, like, you know, Ferrari's been pretty off the pace uh, considering even, like, Mercedes and Aston Martin, you know, like, a, basically what's what I would consider, like, a one-two finish, you know, not counting Red Bull because Red Bull is in a league of their own. You right. Know, that, that's that's big points, and they're about to, about to fumble the bag. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's all – those are all good points. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Overall, I feel like it was a fun race to watch. I mean, we yeah, obviously sure. had, like, the great battles between the two Ferraris, the battle between Carlos and Max, and just, like, the drama at the start. It was overall a good one. And, um, yeah, Monza's just a, a cool track. It's very unique in how fast cars can go. For once, I actually had hope that there would be uh, a challengers the Red Bulls, of course. You know, right. You get a heavy dose of reality. At lap, what was it? Four. Yeah. Back past right. And then five laps into the race, you're like, ah, back to back to normal. Yeah. McLaren did that to us earlier this year. So right. As well. Yeah. It's not like leading every single lap of the Grand Prix. What a surprise! It's a win when he doesn't lead every lap. Right. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think there's a chance that he doesn't win every remaining race this season. Because Red Bull and I think it was Christian Horner who said this, but they've already said like they've like abandoned upgrading this car yeah. for the year. Like they're already on to next year. So I feel like maybe like with like a couple midfield teams who are like fighting for positions all the way to the end, they might catch up. With Red Bull, like come like race like twenty or twenty one or something like that. I think if it's gonna be anybody, it's gonna be Mercedes because they're currently in the dogfight with. Uh, at least Lewis is in the dogfight with Fernando for third. Yeah. Form. So I think Mercedes is gonna throw everything they have at the rest of the season to make sure that they get Lewis at least third. Yeah. So I think he could pull out a win maybe at like Sao Paulo, Vegas, or Abu Dhabi. Yeah, Brazil is always an interesting track. So, yeah, and like you said, Vegas is going to be interesting to see how Vegas that one goes. Huge question mark, obviously. It's like it's going to be whoever can minimize drag the most. Because yeah. uh, basically, Mons on steroids. Yeah, I th- I don't know if I I think it was on the F one video game. I'm pretty sure I was watching like a virtual like tour of the lap, and the car is like maxed out of gears like halfway down one of the straights yeah it's just, it's playing, that long yeah. i have the game i've been playing it and you hit rev limiter like a quarter of the way down the main street right so you're just like begging off the red line yeah. for like the entire straight. that's just it'll be interesting to see how the engines like respond to that because that's not good if you're just like staying at the highest rpm like 
yeah for a huge amount of time so it'll be way longer than you are in monza right so that's like another thing it'll about vegas that it'll be interesting to see how the engines like survive that race obviously with it being at 1 a.m our time 10 p.m local but um yeah i right but uh yeah i think like i could see some mechanical failures just because the engines just wearing themselves out yeah just simply because of that straight <laughs> might have to throw a chicane in there next year <laughs> right i mean i wonder if uh you know this weekend at at singapore is is where uh you know is where someone else wins you know like max has never been on pole or won here in the past and i know i know Checo won here uh won in singapore last year uh but it would just be interesting to see if, if Max can break that curse. Because, I mean, everyone was saying or questioning if he could break the Monza curse. Um, <laughs> Brush that off like it was nothing. That, yeah. Exactly yeah. That. Although, supposedly, he was suffering from, like, some kind of damage or something at the end. Really? I didn't hear about that's that. What I, that's what I heard. Did they say what kind? I'm sure I read it somewhere, and I just like don't remember it now. But uh, yeah, apparently he had like some. I think it was must have been like floor damage or something. I don't know. But apparently he had an issue with his car at the end that almost cost him the race. Uh-huh. It's probably might have like went over like one of the sausage curbs a little too. Yeah, if yeah, it was maybe. Floor damage, it probably just ran over a curb. Yeah. What do you guys think of uh, like Haas re-signing both Hulkenberg uh, and Magnussen uh, for another year? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Hulk. Did it's just, it. yeah, Magnussen. I mean, that whole like team is kind of the whole team is kind of mid. So, <laughs> like, I mean, they got two guys that can drive the car. They just need to deliver the car, right? Yeah, like, the drivers are fine. They're good enough. But, yeah, the car is just not that good. Like, if they want to be fighting for, you know, those midfield positions again, they really got to step it up. I get it's Haas, and they're not, you know, the wealthiest team on the grid. But, you know, with this cost cap, playing field is as level as it ever has been. And they're still falling up short. Right. I think I'm all set. I don't think I have anything else to say. I mean, we can maybe do a little preview for Singapore this weekend. Yeah, might as well. Um, I would like to start off by talking about how Max was saying that he had a disaster day today with a P3 and a P8. <laughs> so uh, it's just kind of interesting, like the perspective out, like – Two top ten like performances is a disaster for them. I mean, I think that's just the mentality like Yoss as uh Max's dad is has put into him. You know, like uh I know there was like a story of, uh when he was young, like in his karting days, he like went for a move in the lead and he made like a stupid move, and then his dad like abandoned him at like a gas station. <laughs> yeah. um, I've I've heard that story. 
and also like uh, I think I think one of the first races of the season where uh, like Max got second and Checo Checo won. I can't remember if it was Baku or Jetta, um, but you just see like Yoss was just like not happy whatsoever. Um, but like if you looked at all the times that like Max won in Mexico, like and Checo was on the podium. Uh, Papa Perez was like going insane. Yeah. Right. It's the two different standards, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh but that I guess that's just the way it is. Do you do you guys know if can Max clinch the uh the world championship in Singapore? I haven't seen anything. I, I have seen that Red Bull has a chance to clinch the yeah. constructor. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. I saw a post for that on F1's Instagram, but I haven't seen anything about possibility of Max clinching. Although I ca- I can't imagine it's far away. I like you. Th- you got to think it's coming up soon. Yeah, I think the earliest like. Best case scenario, like Perez retires from the next two races and Max wins both of them, he could clinch in Japan. Okay. I think Japan is mathematically the earliest because we, we still have so many sprints left. We still have three sprints left. Exactly. Right. So that's another, what, 32 points? No. Yeah. 24 points? Yeah, 24, yeah. Yeah, it's basically like a whole nother race. Um but yeah, I would say he'll probably clinch either in Qatar or Texas. Yeah. So what's that, like round 18, 19, somewhere in there? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I have a... What do you guys think about the new, uh, speaking of Singapore, about the new layout that they got? They got rid of that horrific chicane in yeah. the final sector. I, think, I I didn't realize that there was a new layout. This is the first time here. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's gonna be, a, I think it's gonna be, a, I think it's gonna be a lot better. Uh, you know, I think, you know, Singapore is just like such a tight like street circuit. Uh, you know, give give a better like run down into like turn one. Um, is. I don't know, kind of. I kind of think it's. I think it's kind of going to be like how Spain was, and uh, you know, yeah. removing that like lash chicane. Uh, well, I think, I think it should be. I think it should be better. I'm not. We'll have to see like during the race how how it really does. But mm-hmm. I, what I think they should do is DRS zone in that area because it's a pretty long straight now. Oh, take one of the DRS zones in like one of the shorter sections and put it there, or just add a fourth one. Because I know a lot of drivers were saying that after practice today that they want a fourth DRS zone in Singapore to increase overtaking possibilities. Yeah. But I don't know, that four DRS zones in a track, especially a track like Singapore, I feel like that's. That might be too powerful, kind of like how uh same thing with like Australia. Um, I don't know if that would be good, but it's yeah, you, you just gotta test it out. Um, so yeah, yeah, obviously, because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Australia did have four. This yeah, they year, have four, but I know like la- I know in 2022, uh, they removed the fourth. But, 
Kevin, I see what you're saying about making that a DRS zone now. I'm looking at the Yeah, layout. because it's a and the, it's, uh, the current DRS zone is I forget what turn that is, like turn 13, 14. There's, there's the, the little straight after the bridge. That's a yeah. DRS zone. And what I think they should do is move that DRS zone to the now long straight. Right. Back before you get to the final couple of corners. Why did they even have that chicane there in the first place? Because they're like, looking like a set of grandstands there. So they wanted oh. cars to drive in front of those grandstands instead of behind it. Now okay. the city of Singapore like removed those grandstands and put like, I don't know, like shopping center in there or something. So now that road is no longer there. Interesting. So they had to just straighten it out. Yeah. It's just like I'm looking at the old track layout, and that's just like it just looks so weird. I know it was so horrible, and driving on it in the F1 game was so annoying. Yeah, it doesn't look fun because you've got it's like not. a quick, you've got a a left, a right, a right, and then another left, and that's yeah, like a where they pretty much a like underneath like, the tunnel. Yeah, and those are all like ninety degree turns, pretty much. So yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, if you can get a good run out of that tight hairpin, you could make some overtakes. Yeah, because that's a that's a hard that's a hard braking. That's a slow speed corner. Yeah, up there, that little left right or right left or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all. That's all I got. I think, uh, yeah, we can wrap it up here. Uh, thank you. Thank you all for listening and uh, tuning into this episode. Uh, we will be uh, next week. We'll be out with a Singapore race recap. So be on the lookout for that. All right. And have a good night. Yeah. See you.